Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Four years ago, the Fossil Fuel Divestment Act came into force. It meant that no Irish state entities could invest in companies involved in drilling for oil, coal, or gas. But a new report from the charity ActionAid says that investment continues and that Ireland is being used as a conduit to pump money into fossil fuel schemes in poorer nations. Carol Balf from ActionAid is on the line. Good morning, Carol. Good morning, Joe. Can we start by telling us more about this Fossil Fuel Divestment Act? What does it stipulate? Certainly. Um, this was introduced in 2018 and it was really a groundbreaking piece of legislation and an initiative led by Deputy Thomas Pringle at the time. And it basically made one strand of public funding, the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund, divest completely from fossil fuel exploration. And Ireland was actually one of the first countries ever in the world to make this kind of commitment with public investment. So just to say, you know, back then in 2018, this was an absolutely significant significant um, act and statement by the Irish government around fossil fuels divestment. But in 2023, unfortunately, the story is very different. Um, The climate crisis has deepened and worsened at a pace that I think we're all getting our heads around in Europe, North America. But certainly people in the global south have experienced this for decades. And what we see are some of the limitations. So firstly, our research revealed that there is still some fossil fuel investment that's probably perfectly legal under the Act, because the Act very narrowly focuses on new exploration of fossil fuels. And secondly, there's still some investment to the tune of about 10 million US dollars in agribusiness and agri harmful large scale agribusiness that leads to deforestation, that leads to pollution, that has huge environmental damage was excluded from the Act. And the final biggest component of this that our research showed working with Profundo, a research organisation, that Ireland, because of our position in the international financial structure, where we have modelled our economy on attracting foreign direct investment. We have done that and we have attracted within that some of the largest investment companies who in turn are investing in some of the largest fossil fuel oil and gas companies. And this is to the tune of 6.2 billion in total. And that includes 5.2 billion in fossil fuels exploration in the global south and one billion, which is for fossil fuel exploration, for agribusiness exploration in or use in the global south. Okay, well, let's, so, let's, let's unpack some of this. You've said a lot of stuff there, um, Carol. What you're not saying is that these companies that may have used Irish uh, entities to make these investments are breaking the law because the law, the Fossil Fuel Divestment Act is pretty clear, it only relates to the state sector. Yes, and only to one fund within the state sector. So it's not all public money in Ireland. It's one fund, the Ireland Strategic Investment Fund. Okay, well, I spoke to the Irish Strategic Investment Fund to see what they had to say. And they said all ISIF investments are fully compliant with the Fossil Fuel Divestment Act. Uh, In compliance with the Act is actively monitored and reviewed by ISIF. Any change to the legislation is a matter for the Oireachtas. So there's there's no shock there. They're not breaking the law. Um, But you're saying that there are entities operating out of Dublin um, that are continuing to invest in fossil fuel. But we need to stress they are still not breaking the law. Exactly. And I mean, I think that's one of the shocking things across the world, 
banks, investment companies, pension funds, they are not being regulated. And governments around the world have made these hugely important agreements and commitments under the Paris Agreement on climate change. But money is still flowing in the wrong direction. And actually, globally, when we look at this picture, our research as ActionAid globally reveals that 3.2 trillion since the seven years of the Paris Agreement has been invested by banks in the global south in fossil fuels and 370 billion in agribusiness. So that is 20 times the amount that is going to supporting those countries at the very front line of the climate crisis through climate financing. Okay, what and I think you want to do is you want to widen the scope of the act, don't you? Yes, but we want the government to take a look at this, and that includes reviewing the Act, but also looking at our policy coherence in terms of, you know, we have made these commitments for our official development aid. We have made commitments to reduce climate uh, change within our own country, the emissions within our own country, and we have made commitments to climate financing in the global country, because this is the way the Irish economy has been designed to attract foreign direct investment. But we have to remember that this comes at a price and it's coming at a price for most acutely the people in the global south. And Ireland has already been criticised by bodies like the United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child for the impact of our tax policies on depriving countries, developing countries in the global south, vital tax resources for public services and also for financing their own climate transition. It, so, when we th- it sounds to me, Carol, as if you, you've got a beef with the Irish government for not, ha- for not you know, policing this correctly. I think all governments need to do this. And Ireland has this, you know, very much on its doorstep. But we are seeing a scale of climate destruction. Everything, every action is different now. When we're talking about something like potentially the Gulf Stream collapsing by 2030, when we're talking about global warming reaching 2.8 by the end of the century, unless we make radical action. And, you know, again, really for the people in the global south, Malawi and Mozambique, the longest cyclone ever on record, five seasons of drought in the Horn of Africa, a third of Pakistan underwater. We should be treating this like the emergency it is. Everything Ireland does matters. And if we have this money flowing through Ireland, we need to take a really hard look at this economic model that we have and see how does that help us meet our climate targets under the Paris Agreement. And very crucially, we can build on that vital work we did with the Fossil Fuels Divestment Act. This was groundbreaking at the time. The Irish government took a bold, brave move. Let's do that again. Let's make sure that could it's it, not it only EU a public wide? Could that uh, legislation be replicated EU-wide? There is some potential at the European level. There is um, a corporate sustainability due diligence directive, a, a long title that's currently being negotiated at the European level. And that would make a significant difference. There's some states pushing back that they don't want to see the financial sector included in this. Effectively, what that um directive would do is that it would regulate the environmental impact of some of these banks and investment companies. Ireland should really support that. But we we can't wait for everybody. We need to work globally. We need to get this right. But we need to take action ourselves as well. Thank you very much, Carol. And best of luck with your campaign. That's Carol Balfe, the Chief Executive of Action Aid Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.